Hello, and welcome to the Smart Injury Doctors Podcast, the injury market's top program for doctors, lawyers, and insurers who want to gain greater insight on how to improve patient recovery results and deliver better services in the U.S. injury market. Please welcome your host, Dr. Jeffrey Allen Kronk. All right, today what I want to talk to you about is an MD that validates the chiropractic model and it relates to injury work very, very easily. You have to have standardized procedures. You got to have standardized uh, ways of diagnosing injuries in order to gain huge market acceptance. But what I want to go back is I want to go back to the year 2000. 2000, there was a guy, MD named David Sarnot. A lot of chiropractors have never heard of him. He was the DC. He was the doctor of the year in dynamic chiropractic, I believe, in the year 2000. You can look it up. What he did, he started this, he started out this program, uh, AMI. I think it was uh, not to be confused with the AMI that's in the market today, but I think it was advanced medical integration uh, was David uh, Richard Sarnot's company. And what they did is they went into a Blue Cross Blue Shield in Chicago, in Illinois, and they said, hey, we want to make chiropractors primary care providers. We want to allow patients to actually choose a chiropractor as their primary care provider, just like they would a medical provider. And we, we believe that it will save the system uh, an unbelievable amount of money. So they said, okay, we'll try it. We'll do it. Uh, Cern on his group trained the, uh, the, the DCs. And remember, he took a tremendous, as you can imagine, a tremendous amount of flack for doing this. A tremendous amount. Oh, my God. People are going to die. People are going to get misdiagnosed. You're going to kill people uh, by having a chiropractor be a primary care provider. Right. So they did this program so, so well on a published study in Journal of Manipulative Physical Therapeutic 2007, which is clinical utilization cost outcomes from an integrated medical independent physician association, an additional three year update. So they did a three they did did an update of this of this program. And what it demonstrated was that it decreased in hospital admission rates by 60.2 percent. It reduced the amount of hospital days if a person was admitted by 59%. It reduced 62% outpatient surgeries and procedures and 83% reduction in pharmaceutical costs when compared with a, uh, a conventional uh, primary care provider situation. So it clearly demonstrated that the chiropractic non-surgical, non-pharmaceutical approach generates reductions in both clinical and cost utilization. So the cost utilization was, uh, the, the cost savings was phenomenal. Now, let me tell you a little bit about this program because what it relates to is when doctors don't take action, when we don't get behind people. So again, Richard Sarnot, you can look him up, Dynamic Chiropractic, 2000 DC Doctor of the Year for this incredible work that he did. And it was incredible because here's what they did. When you chose an AMI's program, when you chose a chiropractor as the primary care provider, um, you, they got a letter that said, hey, we need you to come in. We need you to come in and be evaluated by your, by your, your chiropractor, the, your, your primary care provider. And guess what, doctors? The doctors got to do any procedure, x-rays, whatever they wanted to. And they got to do whatever. If they said, okay, geez, there's something here that I think we should fix with your spine, um, they got to fix it, no matter how many visits it took, and then they got to maintain it. 
so just to give you an idea um it it, it said uh, this is right this is sarnot patients that go to ami's primary care chiropractors experience an entirely different form of primary care delivery than in a traditional allopathic model a traditional allopathic model does not require routine maintenance and supportive visits our model does so again they you know they got to be checked out Sarnot says we have no limit on the number of visits, treatments, or procedures. Anything which takes place within this doctor's office is unencumbered. And our belief is that a minimum of 20 visits is required to impact the lifestyle choices that account for 75% of the etiology of disease. How can this possibly be achieved in one or two visits? So doctors, patient gets a letter, they come in, they might not be suffering from anything. They do a spine evaluation. The doctor can do as much treatment as they want to. And then in that model, um, they were, here's another quote. We are philosophically against discount affinity programs and any contractual relationship that would limit access by the patient to a chiropractic physician for a token number of visits per year. We will not participate in either of these types of plans. So, He also goes on to say, to the best of our recollection, we've never disallowed any form of in-office treatment desired by the chiropractic primary care physician. We have, however, redirected what we consider to be inappropriate allopathic workups or referrals after discussion with one of AMI's medical directors. So um, here's another thing, doctors. This is is coming right out of uh, quotes by Dr. Sarnon. And you can pick up these quotes. You can read these in, in Dynamic Chiropractic. You got to search it. It's a little bit hard to search because you have to go back a little bit. But what he says here is historically our PCCs. Now, remember, our, these, these chiropractors, um, historically, our chiropractors have been paid a higher rate than any family practitioner, internal medicine physician, pediatrician, et cetera, nationwide. We did this because we believe the cost offsets outcomes would more than equalize the increased fees paid to our physicians up front. So doctors, they paid the doctors incredibly well. Now, here's the thing. He ends with one of his papers. He says, look, the greatest fear, our greatest fear is that the chiropractic profession will continue to be so mired in its historical internal discordances that it'll miss this golden opportunity to assume world leadership. Now, obviously, we stayed mired in our internal discourses, And a lot of you have never even heard of Richard Sarnot. You've never even heard of this program. You don't even know much about it. How can a program that was probably one of the most impacting programs for chiropractic um, go really unnoticed? And it didn't go totally unnoticed. People like I picked it up. We communicated, talked about it in seminars and everything else. But it was kind of like ho-hum, right? And that is a problem with our profession. Our profession is ho-hum, plus we don't have a leader. Who's the leader of the chiropractic profession? We don't have one. That's why we're not in uh, the areas of, 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 you know, when you talk cost savings, you talk in the injury market, that's where serious cost savings occurs. And we, we don't have, we're, we're practically kicked out of many states' work industrial programs. Can't get in. Should be primary care providers. Should be absolutely first responder to any kind of a back injury, but you can't have a group that can't even decide how do you do a general workup? A group that doesn't know there's three main injuries. You fracture it, excessive motion, or disc herniation. And 
doesn't know how to do those workups. So we have become disorganized as a profession. It's pretty easy to correct, though. It's not hard to correct. Um, we just have to organize and systemize our approaches. But what I wanted to do is just take a short, this is a little off topic, but I wanted a podcast about Richard Sarnot because it's what's possible in chiropractic. I talk a lot about the injury is the primary thing that causes all problems that most chiropractors see, whether it's the acute injury or it's a chronic pain patient or it's your patient that has a condition before you put them in wellness care. Usually the condition itself is caused from trauma. So as you understand underlying trauma, you understand I mean, you can build the largest practice. I don't care what kind of practice you want. I don't care if you want to build a wellness practice. If you understand injury work, you understand how to build, you, you would understand how to build one of the largest wellness practices that there is. Just simply from understanding injury work. I mean, it's just, it's just that simple. Um, there's a, I quote a lot of times, there's a book in 19... 15. This was written in 1915. And it's Technique and Practice of Chiropractic, second edition by Joe Joy M. Loban. And it says subluxations are primarily caused by trauma, falls, blows, strains being chief factors. Hereditary weakness in the structure of some part predisposes by running that portion more easily displaced. They are always the result of concussive forces, never of forces acting entirely within the organism. They result from the contact of the body with its environment. They're based on trauma. So as you understand trauma, you understand, that's why we have a smart injury doctors program. We're creating some of the best injury doctors in the market, bar none. As we grow, we'll have a army of doctors that will form a network. And that network will be will be able to go out to other networks and say, look, these are the doctors that you your network should use. Right. Because injury work is where you have it's where everything has to be. You have to, it has to be standardized. And it's the easiest place to standardize chiropractic. And it's the easiest place to show the cost effectiveness of it. But what I wanted to talk about today was Richard Sarnot. When we don't get behind people. And we don't get behind leaders. If leaders in this profession obviously sort of poo-poo or deny or, or say, well, you know, that's really not that great of a study or whatever, uh, we need to get rid of those leaders. And we need to have leaders, if we're going to have leaders in our profession, we need to have leaders that can make things happen, that can make things happen and can get uh, better market expansion in. Now, you as individuals can do it through your injury practices. I telling you right now, especially at this time, I mean, today is May 9th, 2022. We're, we're in a recession. We're definitely, uh, this isn't a maybe recession. We're in a recession. And so what will, what will protect you in a recession is business that's pretty much recession proof. And that's the injury market. So doctors view every podcast. I just take a short topic and riff on it a little bit. Uh, if you have interest in our program, the Smart Injury Doctors program, call us at 800-940-6513 or look us up at smartinjurydoctors.com. Uh, you can also, we have a Facebook user group. It's a private group. We give out all kinds of free information. It doesn't cost you anything to get involved with it. If you want to know how to look us up on that, it's really easy. You just look up Smart Injury Doctors Private Practice Building Success Secrets. We have a group. And again, uh, I just recently put out some information on pre-existing conditions. It's a video. You can go out to, to that site. 
and you can you can watch it. And it's some of the best material I think I've ever done on pre-existing conditions. Anyway, short, sweet, and to the point. If you have something you want me to talk about, you want somebody me to interview, call us at 800-940-6513. Let us know. Doctors, I appreciate your time and your attention, and I'll see you on the next podcast. You've been listening to the Smart Injury Doctors Podcast, the number one audio production show for professionals in the U.S. injury market that want to deliver better injury services to the patients, clients, or insureds they serve. If you like what you heard today, please leave us a review and don't forget to join us on our next program.